I'm loving this. This is amazing. This is so cool. Yeah. I think we owe Jesse like I don't more high, money than what we already gave him. But five. Yeah. one really nice high five. Yeah. For our first um episode with our new equipment. This will be fun. This Hopefully it works. Because otherwise amazing. we'll have to have this person come back again. Ugh, I hope not. I've never had anyone flirt with me so much. It's like, geez, <laughs> hanging up. Okay, Nancy, I'm married. <laughs> it's um so before we get going, let's do a shout out. Who you brought us goodies today? I don't know if you've had this. Okay, yeah, I did. Had a date with my husband. <clears throat> You're married. I don't know if our guest heard that, but yeah, my husband, I'm mar- happily married. Okay, he's a looker. We went to St. Wait, yeah, wait. He's coming in today, oh, so I'll have to take yeah. a photo with him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All kinds of twinsies, actually. You know, it's kind of funny because our guest was like, wait, you're divorced? And I was like, well, this is actually it, my upside down pineapple boyfriend. Everybody's had a trial marriage, okay? Don't judge. <laughs> yeah. Been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay, yeah. So we used to have dates every other Friday because he was off on Fridays. You and your husband? Yeah. And we'd go to the gym. Didn't quite make it this morning. Uh, he made I it. love it when you guys go to the gym. Oh, I know you do. I know Setting you do. the vids. Especially when he had his long hair. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about me. Anyways, uh, yeah, so he made it to the gym. I made it to St. Ernst. Weird. And we had a coffee date. And we sat across from each other, made eye contact, and talked. I figured you two would be the ones that, like, sit on the same side of the table. Uh, no. 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 But thank you for thinking that. And hold hands and things. Well, yeah, we hold hands and stuff. Mm. Obviously. Um, so, anyways, back to So, you were at St. Ernst's. Yes, I got you the gluten-free muffin because yeah. of your bowel issues and um a sugar-free doped up latte that's coming from jake yep Mm -hmm. and i got the uh fruit parfait or whatever their yogurt parfait looks delicious it's wicked is that the gluten-free granola that they make i'm sure it is yeah so you can have a bite you'll be fine okay um speaking of saint arts yes oh Oh, sweet mother of pearl we're almost sold out i know that is so crazy okay yeah, uh, yeah, our our guest right now is like, what are we telling? Well, what it's not all about him. It isn't. I mean, geez. they probably won't even be here. But anyways, no. um, yeah, thanks to all the 58 people that, that that's yours. Yeah. Um, thanks to all the 58 people that have purchased tickets. Yeah, we Huge. love you. Oh, my gosh. I know. That's we so just big. sold three today when I was there. What? Yeah. So yeah. now are we to 62? Um, 61? I can if they don't have a baseball game, I have somebody that I want this person to meet. So maybe we could, like, blind date them. Well, he'll be mesmerized by us, so it's probably not the best time to have a first date. You know what I mean? Good point. Uh, She'll be like, you didn't even acknowledge me the whole time. Yeah, you were just looking at those two old women up there. Whoa, whoa. You can, like, there's, okay, easy, easy. You got to, like, tighten tighten and, yeah, there you go. Um, (laughs) He's already tired of us. This is great. For shit's sakes. Okay. Oh, now don't stop, Gall. This guy, he's always, like, trying to get close. It's it's getting down. Okay. All right. Is that better? Sure. Okay, don't let it fall off. Okay, push it on there. Okay. Sorry, Jake. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Rhett. Okay, you guys don't know. Our new equipment is like... It's fancy. It's super fancy. Yeah, and if that drops, that's like... I'm just thinking how much money that microphone costs. It's like well, you floating in the air. Well, you would setting it up. Not me. Hey, I worked really hard at this. Sorry. I don't get extra payment for all of this extra like work that I do. I feel like you just did this on purpose. You know what I mean? <laughs> How's it going? Good job, Rhett. Um, okay, anyways, so our Valentine's Day gig. I don't have any problems with mine over here. It's not attached very well, I'm just going to say. I might just have to hold this bad boy. Okay, there you go. Or you might. <laughs> anyways. anyways. Uh, Valentine's Day yeah. at St. Ertz. Lord have mercy. This mic. You know what? 
sometimes there are technical difficulties. Like, does it clamp? Can it open up more? Get ready. Okay. We're back. Technical difficulties. New equipment. Anyways, okay. So, yeah. St. Ertz. Uh, oh, hello. Hello. Hi, Jake. Hey. Hi. Hi. Is that for me? Oh, my God. I love get a, you. Get a quick picture of them yeah. real fast. I think they are twinsies. They really are. Can yeah. you guys, like, kind of stand next to each other? This is the older version over here. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> okay. Ready? Rhett's like, what do you get into? One, yeah. two, three. Oh my gosh, you guys do like that. Could be like your father. Uh-uh. <laughs> He's probably like, I'm gonna need to take this flannel. No, he probably took his pre-workout. You know what I mean? CJ. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Anyways, so yeah, only 15 tickets left at yep. our Valentine's Day gig at Sainert. So yep. if you guys haven't done that, hustle and get those. Um, let's just take two tickets off for our guest and the person that we're going to bring that's her date. Oh yeah. That'll be nice. Yeah. You're Kay. welcome. Yeah. They didn't do that. I don't know if I've told you about her yet, but, uh, I have somebody I want you to meet. Yeah. Is it, is it the one that you mentioned over, uh, the holiday break? Yes, I did. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Um, all right. Sorry. So anyways, crying now. It's not anyway. uh, back, uh, to let's introduce our guest here. Lena, do you know his name? Yeah. Rhett. Rhett Miller. Oh, Rhett Miller. That's nice. Yeah. Welcome, Rhett. Welcome. I appreciate it. Thank you all for having me on. Uh, just a little heads up. Rhett has never listened to our podcast, so he has no what? idea what he's getting the, into. Why is he here? I don't, you know, here we are. Oh, my gosh. Here we are. I got a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, he's busy, like, oh, with yeah. baseball and things. Mm-hmm. Okay, Rhett, um, so you're the assistant baseball coach here at McCook Community College. How did you get to McCook? Wait, it was probably from Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. It's Twitter, I'm telling you, it's like a completely different game changer. Are you going to be nice to him, and we're not going to do a warm-up? Oh, no, no, we're doing a warm-up, but we're, we're just, gonna do yeah. We're going to do a little intro. Yeah, I got, okay, all I right. have all the questions. Okay, right really, really Twitter? Yeah. So, like, Olsen was like, hey, guys, I need an assistant baseball coach, and here came Rhett. Yeah, Is so that pretty actually, much how it happened? Yeah, so it was actually, uh, it was actually funny because, um, you know, just kind of, you know, I've never been out, like, this far, this far west before. Uh, then, like, I got recruited. I got recruited by Oklahoma. I mean, my dad drove out there. I mean, I didn't end up going to Oklahoma, but, like, as far as, like, I guess Northwest or something like that, this is kind of like I've never been out here before. And then just kind of, like, where I was currently, you know, at in my life at the moment, you know, um, I just prayed that, you know, I, w- I prayed for a change and stuff like that. I just wanted to kind of get – be. I wanted to go somewhere that I've never been before, just kind of be, you know, learn to be comfortable being uncomfortable somewhere. And so, like, you know, sure enough, it's two to three months later – I saw the uh, the Twitter thing for a job hiring out here, and then uh, contacted Olson, and you know we had a couple of interviews and stuff. Came out here and had a visit. You know we really liked each other and everything, and then everything was good from there. Okay, and if you haven't been able to tell, he's the furthest west he's ever been. Yeah, he's not from around here. He is from South Carolina. Oh, hello. We're going to all start speaking like we have our own accents by the end of this. This may be our most listened to, if we can tell, by female listeners (laughs) going forward. Okay, wait. You said you both kind of liked each other. Were you referencing Olsen? Because I don't know. So you like him? I like Olsen. Yeah. I think he's a good guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's good. Good guy. Good 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 guy. Seems like he's a good father figure and stuff like that. He does make some cute babies. He does make some cute little redheads. And they are sweet. I have one, like that one that's over at school is sweet. Oh. Avery. Yeah, Avery. It's the first one. That first one tricked them well into having two more. My first one didn't trick me. But anyways. Yeah, your first one was sweet. So, okay, I want to get back to this. It was actually crazy because talking about that in the fall, like, me and and Olsen actually had, like, a a deep conversation about, like, his past and kind of, like, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. So, like, you know, I kind of feel like. Oh, so you guys are, like. 
you yeah, chat. Like, yeah, like, I mean, we talk, yeah. yeah, which I think is, like, very important, you it know, is. especially for, like, coaches. I mean, the more that, you know, you kind of, like, know each other and mm-hmm. kind of feel comfortable and stuff like that, you know, obviously the better that you're going to gel and stuff like that. So I thought that, you know, for us to kind of have that conversation, you know, especially with me only being here for, you know, three to four months, like, I thought that was kind of, you know, pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Then you get to learn wow. the people that you're working for. Yeah. Okay, before we get deep, we have we do a little warm up. <clears throat> okay, so we're gonna do. She says, "Lord have mercy." Lord have mercy. I'm gonna ask you 100 questions. Yes. Okay, and you're just gonna like spit these off. I played 20 questions before, but I want about 100 questions. Well, we'll um, do. We'll go until I don't th- like the questions anymore. How's that sound? And I'm glad. Okay. Obviously, your computer can only see there, so it is just. So be it is you. literally just yeah, gonna be okay. me. Well, if you have any questions, you know you can chat, man. Yeah. Okay. yeah, if you have like some wild question. Okay. Go okay. With, here go we go. Um, if you had to get a tattoo today, what would you get? Um, I would definitely get, I mean, probably, uh, I mean, I mean, honestly, the only way that I'd probably ever get a tattoo would, it have to be sentimental. Mm-hmm. Um, but if get I, this guy. if I, if I was going to, if I was going to get something, I mean, it'd probably like, you know, like a cross on the chest or something like that. Okay. Okay. Ma- maybe on yeah. like the left or right pectoral. Oh, okay. Now we're throwing out. I mean, I can kind of imagine it. <laughs> I've, I've thought I've thought about like I've tried to and you know uh, picture myself as like you know like a sleeve or something or like a half oh, sleeve I, or yeah, something. Yeah, like that. I yeah, yeah, I could see. I'm that. picturing that. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but are you, you're not you're like a no tattoo kind of guy. Uh, I just don't really like needles that much, and so like it's just. Oh, that's what oh. you and Olsen have in common. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I go in for, like, an, you know, yeah. like have to get an IV or something like that, just make sure I'm not looking, because, like, if I see it, I'll probably pass out. Oh, that's Olsen, too. Ye- yesterday, I was like, hey, Olsen, you should go donate blood. And he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, go, Nancy. <laughs> he is, men are weak. Okay. Um, you also can't donate blood if you have PEDs in your system either, so. What? PEDs. You know PEDs, yeah. No. Ster- steroids. Do you have steroids? No. I'm oh. just joking. <laughs> Okay. It was an ongoing joke okay. yesterday. Maybe it's, maybe oh, my gosh. Now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. We weren't involved. <laughs> Who knows the most secrets about you? Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, I don't really tell a lot of people stuff, but um, I don't know. I'd say my dad. Your dad? Okay. Mm-hmm. What is your nickname? Uh, well, I, growing up, I had um, Sunshine was my nickname because I had, like, long hair. I had long, like, blonde hair. And when I played football. And so, Sunshine, I got off Remember the Titans. Uh-huh. That was one. And then, uh, Wrist Rocket was one, because, like, you know, I just threw the ball hard. And so, like, that was one of my nicknames growing up. Not what I was thinking, so I'm glad he clarified. Got yeah. it. Yep. I mean, her mind is just... <laughs> this woman, Her mind I, is just wandering over here. <laughs> she is. No, I mean, come on. Let's be... <laughs> yeah. I don't come from a baseball background, so right, like yeah, the lingo just don't know. No, yeah. I don't know. Oh my goodness! Oh. Okay, all, um, she, all she knows is we just you know go out there and play, and then you know smack each other on the butt and stuff like that. Yeah, that's so. literally all that happens. Yep. Okay, what happens after death? What happens after death? Mm-hmm. You can go to heaven. Good. Oh God, he's so amazing. <laughs> what event? What does everybody? Oh. Oh, good question. Uh, depends if, you know, if Jesus, if you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior or not. Okay. How do you make the world a better place? Uh, I think, I think stuff like that is just about how you treat others, you know, so, you know, um, you go out and, you know, just how, however, like you approach, uh, basically just how you approach the day, really. 
like if you approach the day with a positive attitude and stuff like that, a lot of times it wears off on others. And then a lot of times if you're a lot of ne- if you have a lot of negativity, like if you know somebody that has a lot of negativity, right? They don't like people don't really like have a lot to do with them. That's exact. Mm. And mm-hmm. so I think it's just about you know I think it's just about expressing a lot of positivity and stuff like that because obviously there's going to be bad things that happen and stuff like that, but. You know, you just got to keep a positive mindset and, you know, eventually good stuff will start happening. But you also have to be able to stay this guy is settled-minded like when something negative happens. Mm-hmm. Um, what is one item on your bucket list? Um, I'd say go to another country. Okay. Uh, two more questions. Uh, what brings you the most joy? Um... Well, asking me that now, um, especially from a coaching standpoint, is seeing the uh, success of a player. Like just like one of my one of my biggest things, and it's something I've always like dreamed of is um, when I had the opportunity to become a coach. Was you know, obviously probably like five to ten years down the line. Like I hope that these guys can you know call me, text me, or something like that, and say, hey, you know, and they might be a father at the time, or they might be working somewhere or something like that. They were saying, hey. You know, just calling in, checking, you know, I just want to let you know that, you know, like you really helped me in this aspect of life and stuff like that. And so, like, I think coaching, you know, it's more than just it's more than just a sport. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of these kids look at you for, you know, they look up to you as far as like, you know, uh, you know, responsibilities and just it's like stuff after after sports. Right. It's kind of what, you know, it's what I look forward to. OK, last question. What is your favorite word to say out loud? <laughs> favorite word to say out loud is. Uh, Letty's right now is actually she says that word every single day. Oh yeah. I don't know if I say anything out loud. Nothing. Uh, I mean, like maybe like let's go or something like that because we're always in the weight room. Right. And like I'm just oh, trying to push the guys and yep. stuff like that. Yep. So. All right, last warm up. This is with baseball. Okay. I'm it, could, it, you- it could be. Uh, I mean, I say like. Uh, um, I say like, go Cox and stuff like that a lot too. South, South Carolina Gamecocks. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, okay. That's going to need a lot of clarification. Sorry. I just, okay. Anyways, next. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to give you 30 seconds, Rhett. Are you from Nebraska? Born and raised. Nice. Right here. I mean, I did venture out. What part? What part? She's from, she lived in New York. Yeah, I lived in New York. But I grew grew up in Culberson, suburbs, about Mm -hmm. 15 minutes that way. Yeah. Gotcha. What part of New York? Uh, Scarsdale, 15 minutes outside the city. Oh, Nice. Yeah, yeah. A little okay. bit different out here. A little less people. A lot less people. Yeah. yeah. But people are people. People yeah, are people. Right. Yeah. Okay. Rhett, we're going to give you 30 seconds. Oh, boy. Okay. There is 43 baseball players on the team. Shut up. Are you kidding me? No. I'm a Cooks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the college baseball team. Yeah. Okay. 43. Yeah. And I know all of their names, Rhett. Mm-hmm. So in 30 seconds, you have to l- at least name half of them. First name or last name, too? Just first name. Just eh. first name. Sweet first name. Bonnie Marks. Get set. Go. I count. Uh, Cade, Yella, Mikey, Owen, Josh, um, Michael. Um, You're at six. <laughs> um, uh, Biggie, CJ. Um, throwing up Nick. Chubby. Ty. It's ten. Um, <laughs> that's only 10. 
Jesus. Uh, and time. Okay. Well, we know what we need to work on. Wow. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Those, there's no way those were first names. No one's named their kid Chubby. Chubby. It's, uh, his, name, oh. his name's, first name is Miles. Yeah. I just call him Chubbs. That Okay. There's some. Yeah. Oh, All my right. gosh. That's fine. How many, how many pitchers do you work with? 20. And you named 10. You know... Of those players that listen to this, yep. they're gonna like eat Which you they up all over do. that. They are the, they everybody listened to Olson's. Olson's was one of our biggest podcasts that we yeah, had. So step it up, Rhett. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Yep. Okay. So Rhett, you came here. You are the assistant coach for the McCook College commu- McCook Community College baseball team. Assistant pitching coach. Mm-hmm. That's like your thing. Mm-hmm. What did you pitch in college? I did. You did? Yep. Oh, I did not know that. Yep. Well. Yeah. Well, we probably need a little history too. Yeah. So, where are you from? Born yeah. and raised. Yep. So I'm. Uh, so I'm from South Carolina. Uh, born and raised in like the Greenville, Spartanburg area, um, which is like the upstate of South Carolina. Um, my family now lives down in Charleston. So anytime that I go back home, I normally just go down to Charleston, which everybody kind of knows where Charleston's at. Um, and then out of high school, so I graduated high school in 2012. Um, and then I know I'm old. I'm a young I'm, I'm kid. Old. I'm old. Uh, so anyways, graduated in 2012, um, didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, in high school, we went to three state championships in a row and got beat all three years. In baseball. Came runner up in state championship every single year from my sophomore to my senior year. Um, so after I graduated, didn't know what I wanted to do. So I just started taking classes, um, you know, at, um, just like a community college and stuff like that. And then it was like a year to a year, year and a half after that, um, I decided that I wanted to still play, you know, just because, like, you know, a lot of people told me, you know, they were like, you know, if you don't play now, like, you know, don't don't look back and, you know, regret anything, which is what, I, like, I transition that a lot to the guys now. Like, everything we do, just make sure you leave no doubt, because I promise you, once you're done playing, like, it's going to keep you up at night, mm-hmm. because there's still stuff to this day that keeps you know, me And it, what's crazy, like, you can tell them that, and they still, like, don't get it. Yeah. Well, so, well, like some some like, of some of them do. Right. But others yeah. are like they won't get it until it actually happens. Right. And then yeah, there's like like you said. I mean, you know, until like you see it eye to eye, like you just don't until you experience it. Like I guess you really don't understand. But you know, you try to do the best as a coach and stuff like that. You just try to do the best as babe, you know, trying to you know transition that stuff down and kind of help them as much as you can to make sure they don't make the, make the same mistakes that you did and stuff. Um, but anyways, back to um, kind of um, where I'm from. So got done, um, like I said, with high school. It's like a year and a half. Wanted to play ball again. So I start making, like, videos and stuff like that. And obviously this is when social media is kind of coming about. And, like, but at the time, like, it wasn't. Sorry, you said social media is coming about. (laughs) Right. You graduated in 2012. (laughs) Facebook was a thing then. Well, I know, but it wasn't like, like, Twitter and stuff wasn't recruiting as it is now. Right. Okay, okay. And so you guys probably need to explain a little bit about that because people don't, the layperson the, t- the Twitter? Yeah, don't understand. We'll like, get into it. Yeah, okay, yeah. exactly. He's young. Right. Yeah, and so, and so then I um, I um, started getting back into it, having pitching lessons and all that kind of stuff, and so I started sending out videos of, like, all these schools, like, around, like, you know, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, and, like, I had a bunch of schools reach back out to me because, I mean, I was a left-handed pitcher. Like, I was, you know, 88 to 90, you know, touched 91, 92. Mm-hmm. And then... And then I, um, like I said, sent out to a bunch of schools. A bunch of schools reached back out. One of the schools was, like, North Greenville, which was, like, a 45-minute hour drive from where I was at. And they're actually, like, the number one D2 school. They win the World Series every single year just because mm-hmm. they bring in a bunch of guys that go to, like, Power 5 schools and don't, like, they're not playing, so then they bring them in there. And so 
it's just kind of like a it's just kind of like a build up process for them. And so I go there, um, you know, uh, they wanted me to throw like a pin through a couple pitches. They really liked what they saw, for, you know, especially from the left side. And so uh, we went to go fill out paperwork and stuff. And then this comes back to like me not having good grades in high school. Um, so that's another reason I harp uh, hard on the guys about their grades and stuff like that. Cause like to this day it matters. Mm-hmm. And at the time I thought it was more of kind of like it was back in the nineties to where like, you know, you're a good enough athlete, like someone will bypass it. And like, it's just not that way today. And like, you got to have the grades. And so, um, didn't have the grades to get in there. It was like four or five other schools. I didn't have the grades. So I ended up having to go JUCO. Went JUCO up in, um, um, Martinsville, uh, Virginia. And so, uh, once, uh, once I, I was there for like, I think I was there, I went there mid semester. So I was there for a year and a half. And then, um, after that, it, the JUCO was okay. And then it was fun. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, I would definitely, uh, it was probably one of the, you know, some of the best years of my life in JUCO. And so, um, after that I went to Guilford college in North Carolina and then I, I played in a summer ball league after, um, after my junior year, then became a starter my senior year. Was literally one of the best uh, best seasons of my life. Um, it was just something that I was bound and determined to do, and um, I think I threw like seventy something innings my uh, my senior year, and then after that it was around. I think my senior year would have been around 2019, I believe. Um, so I was like 25, I believe, 25 something like that. And so I had a shot at going to like to the to the minor leagues. Had a few scouts looking at me and stuff, and then obviously COVID hit, and then everything shut down and. At that time, I was 25, 26, and so I just kind of felt like it just wasn't in the, you know, in the cards and stuff like that. So I just kind of found a different direction. And so what did you do after then, after, uh, like, college? So I coached uh, So I coached in the, um, the summer ball uh, team that, I, uh, that we won a championship with. Um, I ended up going back there to coach. Um, I think I coached there for, like, two seasons or something. And then that was during my last season coaching there was during like the COVID thing. And then I went off and uh, I actually moved to, uh, I went back home to Charleston and then I moved to um, Myrtle Beach to where like I was managing this company. And like I was making good money there and stuff. And then I just got tired of it because like everything was just repetitive. And that's what I love about like baseball because like each individual is always something different. And mm-hmm. so like that's what I love about the coaching part of it. Um, it's just a way like you approach it and everything. And so after that, um, you know, I went back to Charleston and I started working at like a baseball facility, but I was driving like 45 minutes to an hour every single day to go to. And it was just kind of like, gosh, like there has to be something better than that. like, I loved it. Like I did yeah. it for like three to four months. And so then back home, there was a facility that called me about having like an opening about a baseball instructing job. And so I took that job and moved up there and it was like, uh worked there for like I think like five or six months something like that and like that was fun but it's not really like what I thought it was gonna be just because you know it's not the like like it's easy to it's it's easy to be an instructor when you're when you have some talent to work with but when a little Johnny comes in there and his mom thinks he's Derek Jeter and the kid's hand-eye coordination is just not there then it's uh, uh yeah isn't it that's when you're like if you're really good at coaching yeah. Or you have no patience. <laughs> yeah. Well, my patience was like, you know, because uh-huh. like there would be like, you know, there would be like little seven or eight year olds that come in there and like some of them was okay. And then some of the kids like 
they could swing a bat and wouldn't stand up. They'd fall on the ground, and I'd be like, I mean, what am I supposed to do? Like, the kid has no balance and, like, all this kind of stuff. And hand-eye coordination is really not something that you really teach. Like, it's something no, that you can yeah. get a little bit better at, but it's either you got it or you don't. You know, hand-eye coordination is something that I've, I've realized, like, here in the last two to three years is not like it used to be. Mm-mm. Like, people, like, if somebody was to throw a ball at you, like, they couldn't catch it with one hand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's a conversation we've had with several people who coach in the area, and they talk about the majority of our kids in the summer go to daycare. Mm-hmm. So they're not get, being raised at home with parents who are actively participating mm-hmm. with them with anything sports-related outside. And I know, like, the first time I had golf lessons, the guy was like, I dreaded. Was me. this last year? You know what? Don't worry about it. No, this was pre-kids. This was, oh, like, okay. 12 years ago. Oh, wait, you've had actual golf lessons? Yeah, when we oh. were in Cedar Rapids. And Adorable. Traveling okay. Over. I know. Yep, anyway. continue. But because Jake called and set him up, the guy was like, I didn't even want to, like, honestly, he's like, I was dreading meeting you because I was like, any husband that sets up lessons for his wife, he's like, this was going to be terrible. He's like, you don't realize how many people don't have hand-eye coordination. Well, so like like, baseball, way smaller, one hand, Mm -hmm. catch, volleyball, huge hand contact, not there. And like, that's one of the biggest things with volleyball is like, if you don't have like the power and you don't hit the ball correctly, I'm like, how can you guys not hit the freaking ball? Like with your hand, like it is not that hard, but like you can tell, like if a player doesn't have good hand eye coordination, if they just like hit the ball against the floor because their hand doesn't go over the whole ball. And it's like, Oh my gosh. Like that is like key. Right. So as a coach, as, or was, were you considered like a private instructor at that time? Yes, ma'am. So when would you have the conversation with the parent and say, you know what? This isn't maybe in the cards for. I or mean, did you have those age? conversations? Is there a number of lessons? When do you have that conversation? Um, so I think that's the reason, like a lot of parents and like a, a lot of people around the facility, like had so much respect for me, just because like I was real honest with it. And so, like, I mean, I get it. Like, you know, a lot of times you go to like these baseball facilities and stuff like that, and obviously, like, it's just about the money, just about like, hey, like, so and so is coming in. Like, you know, they're not looking good, but like, they're just gonna keep coming in, and like. I just felt like I was always honest with the parents. I was like, look, right. like, he's just not very good at this right now. Um, you know, that could potentially change. Probably not, but it could potentially change in a couple of years and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I was just like, like, because half the time the kid would come in and, like, the kid don't want to be there. And, like, the mm-hmm. parent's not paying attention. Like, the parents, like, there's a, they just like the satisfaction of their kid, like, being in a sport. Right. And, like, if you're not athletic, like, baseball is just not one of them to be in. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not. Like, like go play like offensive line or defensive line of football or something like that. If you, you know, if you're not, if you just want to sit there and just kind of like run around and stuff like that, like baseball is just a really, really hard sport, you know, like, you know, when you, when you look at like the, the, the inside part of the game and stuff like that, like it's a lot harder than what people kind of anticipate it being. Like people's like, Ooh, like it can't be that hard to go out there and play baseball. It's kind of like, all right, like get somebody up on the mound and then right. let them throw and try to hit the ball or try to pitch the ball and, you know, locate and try to be consistent in the zone and stuff like that. Right. So, but I, but that's, a, I mean, I was just, I was just honest with the parents. I mean, that's like, I think they appreciated it, appreciated that and stuff like that. And a lot of them would still come back, you know, just because they like, you know, I just try to make it fun as possible. If the kid wasn't that good and they wanted to continue to take lessons, like I just tried to make it as fun as possible because if the kid's not interested in it, then he's just not, he's measurable. Sure. So have you noticed difference in being, you know, where you grew up coming here, where we obviously have a winter where we don't have a lot of outdoor sports happening right now. Do you notice or have you had the opportunity to notice a level of where athletes are at because of where they grew up? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so I think that I think that, like, 
I wouldn't say it's so much like not being able to get outside because I think that there's so much like stuff leading up to college sports now as far as like like um, businesses that develop these athletes and stuff like that to where like they're going in there and it's not so much going in there to like, hey, like we're just going to go in there and, you know, squat and like do all these regular stuff that people have been doing since the early 2000s. It's more of doing stuff that's like stationary now and it's more of like explosive workouts and it's working like it's working like your fast twitch muscles and all that kind of stuff and like your reaction times and stuff like that. It's more of doing that kind of stuff and working on balance and stuff, which we do a lot of like in the weight room and stuff like that, like stability workouts and, you know, working the smaller muscles and stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, like that's what, that's what like triggers the body and stuff. And it's not like the the big muscles are just kind of like, like maintaining muscles and stuff, but like the, the like the tw- uh, the fast twitch muscles and stuff like that. I think that's what like facilities and stuff like that really really work on now. And there's so much technology and stuff that like, you know, like if you have a little bit of talent, it's hard not to be good with the technology and stuff that you have now. Yeah. So it was after you were doing privates, is when you were on Twitter one evening, and or did you do something else after that? No, so I was working at that facility and. Um, you know, like I said, like after about six months, it was just kind of like, you know, uh, and uh, like I just wanted to be like I loved working there, um, but I just wanted to. I've always been I've always been a guy that like, you know, um, wanted to kind of be like an, a lead by example kind of guy, and like I just want like at the time I just really needed a family, and so like you know I was like. I know that, you know, if I can get a coaching role or something like that, like, it'll kind of give me an opportunity. And so, like, you know, um, obviously I saw the, you know, opportunity out here. You know, like I said, I messaged uh, Coach Olson, and uh, we had about three or four phone conversations, and then um, I flew out here, and uh, I'll never find the McCook plane again. But uh, Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, Betsy, is that what you call it? That flight is not bad. What? The, it is okay, how the, many the seats? Key, the key lime? Yeah. Oh. It's like, what, six seats? It's the best flight. Did they uh, weigh you before you got on? That's like, the real that's, question. Yeah, when they're like, um. I think I was like 20 maybe. So different. I, I remember <laughs> I flew on there when I was pregnant, and they're like, you're going to need to sit in the back. And I was like, yeah. yeah they were, they were, and they you were want like, me to hold the tail down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, there's no way that 190 pounds makes a difference. Oh, in the yeah, it does I, on I that think flight. five does because yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, I remember I was, people are like, there's no way they weighed you. I was like, actually, yeah, they, they did. do. Yeah. I mean, that was 20 plus years ago. Makes yeah, you feel, oh, they still do it. And you only get like do one bag. Really? No, they don't. Did they weigh they you? They didn't weigh me. They just, oh. had, they just, had, they were like, they probably a, just looked at a once over and they're yeah, like, they're like mm, pure muscle. Yeah. He'll be able to help out if it yeah. goes wrong. <laughs> They're like, hey, man, if the wing breaks off this plane, just grab it and pull it back on for us. <laughs> it is not that bad of a flight. It is awful. I still remember when Rhett came out, though, and you were, like, standing out here with Olsen, and I was, like, I don't know, Olsen, like, you walked away or something, and I was like, where's that kid from? <laughs> I thought you were a player. Yeah, you were. On the, I think you were one of the first people I met when I came out here, uh, yeah. other than, other oh, than Olsen, because we st- were standing out here. Yeah, it's usually when people meet me, and they're like, yeah, we're coming here, because that person's so cool. Oh, yeah. I want to work with her. That yep. Was, that was it. it wasn't Olsen. It was me. <laughs> sure. That was yep. the final decision. Yep. That was it. They're like, you know what? That volleyball coach, she I seems see like that. a cool egg. Yep. She's going to help me get places. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. I saw the uh, I saw the championship banners from the volleyball team. Yeah. Like, there I was you like, go. From, I was like, she must know what she's doing she, out here. Yeah. Now. She's okay. Yep. Yeah. Um. So, like, what were your reservations of coming out here? 
Um, so I actually, I think I flew out here on like a Wednesday or a Thursday and, um, like I didn't really let anybody know of it at the time, uh, just because, you know, I didn't like, I don't like to say, you know, Hey, I'm going so-and-so, you know, um, I don't really express too much detail and stuff like that about my life too much. I just kind of like, if something comes up and I get something like, sure, I, you know, like, you know, some people might find out and stuff, but after work that I worked that day, I think I had like, I had like 10 or 12 lessons that day. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I got off work and I, you know, I booked the flight like a couple of days ahead of time. And so my dad drove me to Charlotte, which is like an hour and a half uh, north from where I was at. And so he drove me there after work and my flight took off at like, I want to say like 10 o'clock. And so, and like, this was only like probably the third or fourth time I've ever flown before. Like I flown when I was younger and stuff like that. And, and then, then you got put on that small flight. <laughs> yeah. And so like, I wasn't a fan of flying and stuff like that, but like, I think, you know, flying and stuff like that also comes down to like, um, um, it's like, like a little bit of like mental toughness with it. And so like, you know, you just kind of get like, I was just like, I was just on the flight and it was just kind of oh. like, it was just kind of like, so. sorry, just, <laughs> he, he was probably giving himself like, this is fine. Yeah. We're, meanwhile, I've taken like nine Benadryl and I'm ready. Just oh my gosh. Well, see, well, see my thing is I don't like heights. What? Oh. Yeah, I don't like heights. And so, uh, so you know, once I, once I got to Denver and everything, I got to my hotel and then I got to my hotel. It was like one o'clock and I haven't eaten since I think like I think I picked up Chick-fil-A or something like that after um, after work. And so I haven't I got there. I got to my hotel like one one thirty. And the, uh, the guy, the shuttle guy, he told me, he was like, Hey, he was like, uh, make sure you put your name on the list in the morning so you can get back on here. So we know when to pick you up. And so my flight to McCook didn't take off until I think it was like nine or 10 in the morning or something. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, um, so I went in there and I checked in and I told the guy, I was like, he told me to put my name on a list. And so I put my name on the list and he was like, well, he was like, the only time that we have available is like six 30 in the morning. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll just sit around at the airport for like two hours. And so, um, so I get up to my room and I start looking on DoorDash. I'm like, I got to find something to eat. And like, even Wendy's was like an hour to get there. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, if Wendy's is that long, like nothing's going to deliver. I was like, and it's already one thirty in the morning. I got to be back up at like five o'clock. I, I might get like three to four hours of sleep. And so... And so I just go down to the vending machine. I think I got like a pop tart or something like that. And that was like, that was my dinner. And so I went to bed, woke back up at five o'clock to try to get all my, you know, shower, get up, get ready and all that kind of stuff. And then breakfast opened up at six o'clock. Um, and so I got down there, ate breakfast, went back up, got, got all my stuff and then got on the uh, shuttle at six thirty. And then I got, and what's crazy is, is like, as much as I say that, like, I don't like flying and stuff like this was the kind of like the sketchy part is, is like, so I walk into the uh, uh, Denver International, and uh, one of the guys is standing there that helps people, you know, tell them where to go and all that kind of stuff. And so I asked him, and I was like, hey, man, I was like, uh, I was like, my next flight's supposed to leave at like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. And he was like, what uh, what flight is it? And I was like, I don't know. It's called Lime, It's called uh, Key Lime. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, he was like, he looked at me, he goes, I ain't never heard of that one before. I was like, they're going to carry me somewhere and oh kill God. me. I was like, this is it. <laughs> and so I, uh, uh, so they ended up finding out where it was and it was all the way down at yeah. the end. All and the you way have down. to go like down the stairs. Down That's the stairs. when you know it's yeah. like, when you're going ooh, outside to get on, yeah, the plane, you know, it's yeah. Yeah. sketch. Yeah. And so I was the only one in the waiting room. And so like, I'm sitting there and like, I think the flight is backed up like 30 minutes or something like that. And so they, um, they were like, uh, 
They said, Mr. Miller, your flight's ready. And I was like, okay. They said, the flight attendant or whoever it was, the lady working at the uh, airport, like, she walked me. Like, I'm walking, like, in the runway, like, out there with my suitcase or my uh, my duffel bag or whatever. Yeah. And I walk out there to the plane and get on, and I'm the only one on the flight. And so, like, you know, I was kind of like, you know, I was like, is this like a private jet? Or like, I was, I was like, what just going to say, are you thinking this school's like, hey, legit? Yeah, they this fly- is big time. Yes. They have their own flight. Yeah. Well, the flight out here wasn't bad. Yeah. Like, it really wasn't bad. It was like this time of the day, like, you know, everything, right. the air was clear and stuff like that. So I got out here and like, it was actually pretty because like, I've never flown above like these states before, like Colorado mm-hmm. and Nebraska and stuff. But like, literally all you see is like cornfields. You see like circles and squares right. and stuff like that. And it's actually really cool. And so I got out here, uh, coach picked me up. Like we hung out for probably like six or seven hours. We ain't got a bite to eat and all that kind of stuff. It was like, like four o'clock. I had to fly back, uh, to Denver or yeah, fly back to Denver. And so like, we go to take off and come to find out those planes only fly at 25,000 feet. And so you can't get above the storms there. And it was the afternoon thunderstorms. They were like out and about. And so we're flying through the storms, and I'm talking about, like, we're getting jerked to the side, up and down, like, all this kind of stuff. Like, manifest. And, I'm and, oh, and like, yeah. yeah, and I'm on the plane by myself again. And so, like, <laughs> what? I'm still not liking the fly. I still don't yeah. like to fly. And so, like, I'm sitting back there, and I'm trying to stay patient and stuff. And, like, we're sitting there, and it feels like the plane's going to go down. And, like, I'm sitting there. I probably lost, like, probably 15 pounds through sweat through my palms because my palms are sitting there just soaked. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I was just <laughs> nervous. And so the guys – um so we finally landed and stuff like that. And he goes, um, and like the whole time is like, the thing about those small flights is, is like, you can see what they're oh, doing yeah. up there. And, and like they, you they probably the were flight. just talking to you and like turned around and were like, yeah. Hey, Rhett. Well, they were like, they're uh, eating their ham and cheese sandwich. Yeah. You know, well, no, they're, they're up there. Like, you know, they're up there, you know, smacking each other, like playing grab ass with each other and stuff like that. And I don't so know what kind of plane <laughs> airline this is, but and so like they're up there just like kind of like goofing around and stuff. And I'm and back I'm, like, I'm back there this like, is it. I'm about to, have, about to have a stroke. Yeah. They and, probably uh, have you on camera making yes, fun of you. Yeah. Like this poor kid. <laughs> yep. And so uh so we land and uh as soon as we land and stopped and the uh, the co pilot like turned around and like he clapped his hands. He was like, Well we made it like that like in a joking matter. I was like, I'm gonna kill this guy. <laughs> And so, uh, so they, you know, they, they get off the plane first and they mm-hmm. greet you when you get out and stuff like that. And they knew that I came out here for like baseball. And, uh, and so they were asking me about it and stuff like that. And we conversated for about five minutes or so. And I was like, uh, I said, I tell you what I said, I think you too. I said, y'all too. I said, y'all are some like badasses for being able to fly these planes and stuff like that. I have a lot of respect for pilots and stuff. I said, but y'all too. I said, y'all are clowns. And like, they just started laughing. They're like, yeah. man, we got to have a good time while we're out here and stuff like yeah. that. And so I went back into the airport and I think I had like a, my flight didn't leave until like 1230 in the morning. So I had, it was like, I think it was like a five or six hour layover or something. Ugh. So I'm just, uh, I'm just sitting around and I'm sitting around and finally get on the plane. And then I think I landed. It was one of those, what do they call it? They call it a red eye flight. Mm-hmm. And so I landed back in Charlotte. I think it was. It was five o'clock in the morning or something like that. Cause obviously there's a two hour difference from uh, Denver and my dad was there to pick me up. And so I got in the car and like, I remember him asking me like how it went and I was so exhausted cause I don't think I slept on the plane and stuff. Right. I was so exhausted that I just went to sleep. Like I didn't even, like I heard him ask me, but I didn't respond because like I was like, just, I was asleep. <laughs> and what? so, uh, so, I, so it was like an hour and a half back home. And then um, I think I had to work the next day at like 11. So I got like a few more hours of sleep. But so when like when did you know that like I'm going to come here? Uh, I knew that I was going to come here. I mean, as soon as soon as like 
as soon as I checked everything out here, mm-hmm. um, yeah. because that's what I told, you know, I told, you know, coach, I was like, you know, I said, I got to at least come out there and see like what's going on and stuff right. like that before I make this commitment and stuff, obviously, sure. cause I'm, you know, I'm 24 hours away from home. Yeah. And so. you, and you drove out here, right? I did. Okay. Yeah. I drove out here and that was, uh, it was, it was actually funny cause you know, I drive that Jeep yeah. and like, it's a straight drive and like, it doesn't. Like, it could probably go 90 if I, you know, floored it. But I was just kind of going 70, 75 out here, you know, the whole way. And then, you know, I drove 22, 23 hours, and I get an hour from here, and I go through a speed trap, and I get a ticket for, like, 180 bucks. Oh, my God. Welcome. It's probably in Culbertson. Well, yeah. <laughs> Slow down yeah. in the suburbs, all right? That's, yeah. like, way that, like, when we came from Texas and moved up here, and in Texas, like, it could be a dirt road and the speed limit is 75. Like every road is 75. It does not matter. And when we moved up here, I was like, I can't get anywhere in this state because it takes so, so long. long. Yeah. Well, you start where well, you drive out here and then like, like you drive through Kansas and it's kind of like, nothing. there's nothing out here. Yeah. Like if I, if I break down, like I'm going to get, like, I'm going to get eaten by something out here and like, you know, Probably Merry, an old lady. Merry Christmas to that animal because like <laughs> truth. <laughs> and uh, so and so like I get out towards like I get out to Nebraska and like it's middle of the day because like I drove like I said it was like twenty three twenty four hours and so like I never got a hotel room because like I didn't know where I was gonna stop like right. when I was gonna get tired and stuff like that and I was just like I'm just gonna go until I start getting tired and so I left I left um, South Carolina it was like eleven in the morning. And I didn't stop. I mean, other than gas and like you know some coffee and stuff like that, I didn't stop until I got to Columbia, Missouri, mm-hmm. which was like probably like twelve to thirteen hours. And so I was like, man, I was like, well, I was like, and I've done it before. I was like, kind of like, well, I'm not going to spend money on a hotel room. And I mm-hmm. was like, I'll just sleep in the jeep. And so I pulled over at the University of Missouri and just you know pulled into the parking spot. And uh, slept for about four hours, then woke back up and got coffee and just drove the <laughs> next, like, nine hours. One of our biggest things, Lena and mine, we talk about this a lot. Like, people grow the most when they put them, like, you. I think he said it earlier, like, when you put yourself yeah. in, like, a vulnerable situ- situation, like, where yeah. you, like, left your state, mm-hmm. you're coming out somewhere else where you know absolutely nobody. Right. Like, that's when people grow the most. And, like, that, oh, that yeah. makes you such a better person because you have to go and, like, you have to meet people and you got to make re- other relationships with people because otherwise you'd just be out here all by yourself well, right. the vulnerability alone oh yeah start yeah and think about yeah that's and then what, doing it that's what i mean i had a, I had a conversation with like you know, some of the administration here they were asking me they were like what made you like want to come out here and it's just kind of like like a lot of times when you know someone makes that move like they have like a significant other or like right. they're moving out there because like you know uh, with their family or something like that and it was just kind of like but this is the best time like when you don't have anybody like Amen. lean and i we yep. both we both had situations like this um where mm-hmm. like when you're young and you don't have anybody and you go mm-hmm. and you like do this yeah. it's, that's like the most i would do it again oh right. if I, but like i have a husband and kids now right. uh, so like this is the coolest part of your life yeah. um and this is you're gonna you, this probably isn't your last place, but you're going to grow so much just from like this one place. Right. right. Um, and meet so many different people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it's just like, it's just like, I felt like, you know, I've been here for, you know, five months and I've already felt like I've grown like a lot as an individual, yeah. just kind of like, like finding myself mm-hmm. and, you know, just kind of like being, you know, being at peace, but at the same time, like being hungry. Right. You know, and so. Um, working, so you work with Coach Olson, who is the head baseball coach and my my boss and our athletic director. I've had a lot of people that when they've come to work here, because I've been here, I'm like the oldest coach here beside Olson. Oh, good Lord. I know. Anyways, um, 
the people that come here, they're like, he's just so hard to talk to. Like, does he like me? Does he not like me? Do you feel like that with Olsen? No, not re- I mean, not really. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I, like Olsen has a lot going on. And yeah. like, you know, he obviously, is busy. yeah, he really is. Yeah. I mean, like we were obviously like, we it's funny. Cause like we were talking about me and some of the, uh, some of the players were talking about this morning at breakfast and like, like he just has a lot going on. I mean, he's an athletic director. He's the head coach of a baseball mm-hmm. team. Like he, he teaches, he teaches classes. Mm-hmm. He has three kids under the age of six or five or however old Avery is. And like, you know, he's, he's trying to mm-hmm. keep up, you know, he's, he's trying to, you know, keep his wife happy and stuff like that. And like, people don't understand, like, that's a lot to do. Mm-hmm. And like the man's phone is just blowing up all the time and stuff like that. Yeah. And so like, you know, for me, like, I know, I knew that one of my responsibilities was, is like, I want to try to take as much pressure off of him as possible. And so like anything that I can do to help and, you know, stuff like that, like I'm willing to do. And so like, you know, if I can do that and help him out, then, you know, I'd be pretty, you know, happy with that. That was one, um, I've had multiple assistants and somebody finally, finally was like, cause it was, it's really hard for me like to give somebody else like a job, like, Hey Hannah, you're going to do weights all by yourself. So I would still do weights even though I had an assistant. And finally it was like two years ago, somebody was like, you have got to give your assistant more duties. Like they're not going to grow if you don't let them grow. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so that's finally what I did. But then also with that, um, having coach Olson, he has all these roles and I've, I try to help out Olsen as much as I can. I'm like, mm-hmm. if you're going to be gone, let me know what I can do. And people are like, that's not your job though. And I'm like, no, but my job is to help out right. people. And that's the kind of person I am. So right. like if Olsen's gone, like he has a lot on his plate. Like if it wasn't for Olsen, we wouldn't be able to play. Right. Like I wouldn't be able to have these tournaments. So like mm-hmm. I got to give back somehow. Um, well, I think that's twofold because if you're the head coach, you need to be willing to be somebody who's a good delegator. And if you're mm-hmm. the assistant coach, you need to be somebody who is like exactly what Rhett said is take things off the plate for them and help make their job just a yeah. little bit easier. And yeah. I think in the world, that's what we all need to do, whether it's with coaching or teaching or, you know, parenting, the more you help each other out and you're part of a team, the better usually things work. Mm-hmm. So, so coaching here, you have all the pitchers. Who is the most difficult athlete that you have to work with? Um, like who is one that's just like, he's, he's hard, but he's going to make you better. Ooh, that's good. Like make me better as a coach. Yeah. Um, like, cause those are the players that end up making I remember you remember he only knew 10 names. I know. <laughs> he probably doesn't remember this kid. He's like, he's like, I don't know. Um, yeah. But he only deadlifts <laughs> like 150. It's like, I don't know him by name, but, uh, um, I would definitely say, um, I definitely say Cade Weber. Oh, Cade. Yeah. Where's he yes. from? Kate's from Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 But I mean, um, it's kind of like what I, you know, uh, I think a lot of it too was, so like these sophomores, you know, and it, it's a sophomore. I forget that. So, like so especially like, years. especially I'd say like, especially the first, like maybe two, two and a half, three months, something like that. Like for these sophomores, it was a hard adjustment for them. Yeah. New coach. New coach, like new, th- new way things are going to be ran. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's not going to be, there's not going to be, like, we're not going to be late. Like, we're not going to be lazy. Like, you know, we're gonna, like, we're like, we're like, when we're in the weight room and like, we're on the practice field and stuff like that, like you only have so many times to lace those cleats up. Mm-hmm. And so like, that was something that I expressed like the, one of our first meetings. And so like, I told them, I was like, I said, I'm telling you this from experience. I was like, when you're in the weight room, when you're on the field, I was like, whatever you do, I was like, make sure you leave no doubt. I was like, because I can promise you right now that if you do, I said, once you hang these cleats up, I said, you're, you're going to lay in your bed and you're going to look up at the ceiling and you're not going to be able to sleep. And I was like, you're going to regret that for a long time. 
I was like, so I'm trying to tell you now that give it everything you got. And if you do, if you prepare yourself the right way, then, then you left no doubt and you have no regrets at all. Uh, I think at the first part, when you first were here, you guys ran like a lot of miles mm-hmm. and you ran with them. Mm-hmm. I just remember some of the baseball boys being like, dude, this guy means business. Like he wants us to keep up with him. I'm sure that's what our athletes would say about us. For sure. My girls see me working out and I'm just like back the off. Especially when it comes to running. Yeah. My athletes. Oh oh, yeah. yeah. I think rat actually. (laughs) Remember? At uh, Heritage Days when I was like. Shut up. Yeah. I want to run with Jake. She got me a shirt. Of course she did. Probably Uh, one off her back. and, And Rhett was like. You sure you can do this? And I was like, you can do anything you set your mind to, right? And then I almost died. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, and then Jake came back to hold my hand. Thank uh, the Lord did. for him. Such a I was her, like, thank her, you, Jake. Her, her players came back to the stand. <laughs> and they're like. And I, said, I said, where's Coach at? They goes, I don't know. She was halfway about that way somewhere. Like, and I was like, well. I got cocky because I started that off really well. And I was like, y'all better hustle. You're, that's You're the whole reason I didn't want to do it. Because I was like, this girl's been training. Because just your talk that, and your no attitude way. was like. I was like, mm, I'm good. Mm-mm. I'll watch your kids in the park. Mommy ain't yeah, doing this. No way. Even my kids felt bad for me. They're like, you can do it, mom. I was like, that was the stupidest thing I've done. Oh, like, it was so not. I, it was great. It was great. It was uphill, like two miles. Okay. Did yeah. you? Okay. Well, college football was also on too. That's the reason I probably can't run either. Oh, oh good Lord. Yeah, that was right. Yeah. You couldn't listen to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, what, um, what, what player that you have worked with here that's like, this kid's good. You see, see more out of him than what he's given. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of guys that like work really really hard. Um, but I'd say, uh, Miles Chabi, uh, works really really hard. Um, but like, I'd say, um, Yelly works really hard. I mean, Owen works really hard. I mean, I just got. I mean, it's hard to it's really hard to just like single a guy out just because like there's a lot of guys in there right. that like really really work hard and mm-hmm. like, you know, you can tell that like they're giving it everything they got and like going back to talking about like me doing like you know the running and stuff like that with the team i just feel like i've I've always been a big believer in in like leading by example right and what i mean by that is it's like it's easy i feel like it's easy as a coach to sit here and tell the guys hey go do this go do that go do this but like when you do it with them right i would never ask these guys to do something that i wouldn't put myself same yeah i i still i'm like i'm i'll try never to get to the point like if i tell the girls to do something they're like I was like, if I can, like, I'm not going to make you do anything that I can't do. Right. doesn't look like that, but mm, I can still it. do some stuff. Yeah. They haven't and had kids yet. Just That's exactly fine. Yeah. Exactly. And so, like, I, and so, like, you know, I'd run with them and stuff. And then, but a lot of that, too, it's like, obviously, like, you know, when it snows outside, it's hard to go do stuff and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, when you do stuff like that, especially the first, like, couple months, like, it tests your mental toughness. Like, we had a lot of guys leave, right? Because okay, so like, they were like, oh, what, really? Not for me. Rhett Miller is. You had guys leave college. Like, they yeah. just, just, how many? It's like three or four. Yeah, three. Yeah, I was oh, going to okay. say I was gonna say five, but. Might be three, four, five, yeah. something like that. I don't know. One thing with my new job here at the college, I had to work with all the baseball players, which is way different than what I used to do. Because, mm-hmm. like, they'd only come talk to me if they were in trouble oh. with academics. And now it's the other way around. But. So I get to meet them all individually. Yeah. And, and, and like the, you know, that test, that test out mental toughness. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like, like, this is the way that we're going to do things. Like if you can get through this, like let's ride. Right. Because like, if I don't, if like, you know, 
if I can't trust you, you know, or your teammates can't trust you to finish, you know, a mile jog. Exactly. Or a, or a, or oh my God. This workout, is, then how, I feel are they, like how are they, best friends. how are they supposed to trust you and, you know, in, yeah. between, in between the lines? That's like, we were, we run the mile every single year and some people are like, what does this do? I'm like, a mile run is the biggest mental toughness that you could ever have. Mm-hmm. Like it is, you can put a time on it. It's like seven minutes of just like pure grit and heart. Right. Like if you can't give seven fricking minutes of like all you have, like how can I expect you to play in a two, two and a half hour match? Yeah, exactly. You know, or, or throw the, you know, whatever. Um, I was waiting for some really great baseball and go there first. Yeah, second. I don't want to. Where are we going? Sound like an idiot. Yeah. So you stop. Sound like an idiot. It's fine. But that's the reason, like, I told them after we'd run, like, you know, long distance a couple of times. And it's the same thing with our workouts. Like, our workouts are really, really intense. And, like, I believe, like, what you do off the field, like, when it's, when it's like, hardcore stuff, then, like, it makes the game easier. And, like, my biggest thing since day one is, is, like, we have to find a way to be able to mentally slow the game down. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to make the difference. And, like, you becoming, like, you being, you staying at the level you're at now and then you being able to get to where, you, like, you need to be able to get. And so, like, I told them after the mile and, like, our workouts, like, you know, our workouts normally don't last more than, like, you know, 50 minutes to an hour or something like that. And, like, we do a lot of stuff in there. Like, we'll go, like, we'll go three sets of, like, 12. And, like, you know, you got three guys in a group. And, like, you got seven minutes at each station. And so, like, you know, I tell them, I'm, like, when y'all run that mile, when you work out, like, you have to be able to mentally, like, slow yourself down. Mm-hmm. And, like, kind of focus on what you're doing. And it's the same thing as what when you get in the game. Like, when you get in a game, especially coming out of high school, like, this this game's a little bit faster. Yeah. And so, like, someone gets on, and all of a sudden, those wheels and those and their brain starts going like this. See, this is my biggest thing with baseball, and this is, like, I we had, well, this is B, uh, BL before Lena, but when I had the two pitchers on. No such thing. And, uh, like, my biggest thing with baseball and pitchers is, like, what is the mental game for, like, each individual? Like, it's, each person's different, and each have to, like, be telling yourself something. And when I ask these two pitchers that, they're like, I don't know what I'm thinking. I'm like, how do you not know what you're thinking if you're a pitcher? Like, what, like, what is going through your brain? Like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, like, so, like, I want to ask, oh, is that Olsen? I like keep it down, Jay. Yeah, man. Oh. I just, like, what is everybody thinking? Do, and I figure, like, just by listening to you talk, you probably work with that. Right. Yeah. Right. Like we go over like, obviously being inside, like we don't go over like PFPs and stuff and team D and stuff like that. Like as normal as we probably should. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. You don't just throw out acronyms to the lay peeps. Okay. You got to, what's a PFP? PFP. Pitcher, yeah. Pitchers uh, fielding practice. Okay. And then yeah. you threw out another one. Uh, team D. Like team defense. Okay. Thank you. Okay, like I only know a few <laughs> lingos, and I don't. Know. Did you know either of those? Yeah, you did not. That's she, why she I didn't, asked. She didn't. Know. I know. I she saw the look yeah. on her face, and yeah. I was like, I better I just, ask. I'm just going. She kind of gave that look yes. towards the ceiling, like she had no idea. I, I, I was just like, is this another steroid that we're talking <laughs> about? <laughs> is this what the baseball players are taking? Like, I don't. Know. Okay, I have to ask, how many guys do you think you have now that are going to go on? Mm. Like to know. a four year? Yes, to a four year, and then win in baseball because it's a little bit different. Maybe you probably don't know off the cuff, like what percentage of guys leave early to go on to play. But how many guys do you have that will go on to a four year right now? Or do uh, you know yet? When do they? Um, I'd say there's, there will be, there will be 90, there will be 90% of the staff right now that moves on to a four year. Oh, geez. Good. Yeah. That's, that's, good. So that's nice. what it's, that's that's what it's about. Crazy. That's what Juco's about. That's what I love about my cook. That's a good thing. And Try then, and, but they're like, you know, what's crazy about baseball is, is like, you'll have some guys that, you know, um, 
that may unfortunately get hurt. There'll be mm-hmm. some guys that that play ball for two years and they're kind of like, you know, they want to go off and be a doctor, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. they just don't want have they won't have time to play. And right. so like, you know, they'll go off and they'll go to school. They just won't play ball, right? And so like, I think that you know, I'd say eighty five to ninety percent of the guys will move on to the next level and play. Awesome. What is your end game like? Where where do you see yourself? And mm, let's say five years. Um, I mean, my dream is always to become like a power five head coach. Okay. Um, like I'll probably never coach at the high school level. Um, it's just, it. it's just something that you get trapped in and it's hard to get out. Um, and then obviously college athletes are a lot, you know, better to work with cause they have a little better un- of a understanding of kind of like how things work and everything. Um, probably a lot less parents. Do. <laughs> exactly. My God. And that's, that's like, that's something I, I've like people don't understand is it's like, is like you're here for a reason like obviously you're talented and stuff but like the reason you're here is because your iq is not that great Mm -hmm. for the game and like i didn't understand that until i got done playing Mm -hmm. like i feel like now as at 29 i'm a better athlete than i was at 25 i was a better athlete at 29 as well yeah oh my gosh i think that's so huge not at 35 that's really huge to say yeah um do you think you'll come back next year as of right now, yes. Oh, good. Good. We'll have you for another year. I, have, I mean, I have a, like a lot of my guys ask me that. They're like, are yeah. you going to come back next year? And I say, as, as of right now, yes. I mean, obviously, if another, you know, if another job opportunity comes about or something like that, I'll, right. I'll like weigh my options. But as of as of right this moment, yes, I will be back. Mm-hmm. Baseball, it's so, it's just like, like moving. Quick, quick yeah. And like, I mean, he can just throw something on Twitter and find an assistant tomorrow. <laughs> it's crazy. We can throw well, out some hate. That's, that's what's that's what's crazy just about like coaching in general though. Yeah. It's like and it's hard that's the reason I feel like, you know, a lot of like especially like, you know, me being a coach and like, you know, having like a significant under or a wife or something like that, then like, you know, it's hard for it's hard for that. You know, right. because coaches move around so much and like, exactly. you know, especially like if you have kids and stuff, like you gotta take mm-hmm. them out of the school where they know everybody yeah. and like there's a lot that gets thrown into it. Uh Clay and I have lived in four different houses. And he was like, liter- which I'm like, oh, could you, s- I'm overhearing about this. He's like, we have literally moved every single time for you. <laughs> well, I mean, some things just need to be said. Yeah. I'm all um, right with that. Yeah. I had, um, I had a few other opportunities and, fi- and Clay finally was like, I'm not moving. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, which is fine. I ended up, you got to look at the best of every situation. So I'll be here with J.O. forever. Nothing wrong with that. No. Nope. Well, as long as both of you are, you know, happy and all that kind of stuff. That's exactly right. right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I love my cook. Yeah. I don't know if you've like gotten that like, ugh. Do you go to church? Uh, I haven't been able to go out here, but I like back at home. Oh, you know, we'll if get you, you, you yeah. know what? We'll you know, get we'll you take you. Wing. We'll take you on a Sunday yep. that you're here. Just us. Because <laughs> we're already weird that way yeah. sometimes. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. And if you want to sing in the choir with us, you can too. Oh God, they haven't asked us yet, but it's gonna happen. It's gonna, well, we're getting rid of the do choir you, at our yeah. church. Do you play? An do you instrument? play an instrument? Guitar? Can you I, do not, a bell? I do not. Tambourine? I don't, I don't really have a lot of a lot of rhythm. Oh, no. Okay. Mm. Mm. No. I mean, I sing like I mean, I can sing like I sing in the shower in the car, good. But out of, just out of curiosity, like, what's your music like mantra or it's, genre? It's funny, like it comes in waves. Like I can just I can picture what I feel like you'd listen to, but. Like, there will be times, there's been times in the past where, like, for two or three months, like, like, I get very, very religious, and I'll listen to Christian music. Like, huh. I'll listen, like, That was know. not the genre I was going with. But. Well, well, like, uh, like I said, it comes in waves, so I'll have that. And then, all of a sudden, you know, for, like, you know, another two or three months, like, I'll get kind of like a, 
um, like a Bahamas kind of like beach, like. <laughs> This is not anything, anyway. I, like I was with two. And yeah. yeah, I was kind of, I was there. Yeah. Oh, you were there? Yeah. I was not. Okay, continue. And then, like, you know, and then I'll get on my country kick. Okay, yeah. there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Morgan Wallen's new songs. I really literally good. was like, I can just see you just listening to that, like, his whole playlist. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, when I, when, I, when I fly home, I listen to Morgan Wallen's whole playlist probably four times. What are you looking at, Lena? Do you not wear socks? What? Do you not wear socks? I got socks on. Are they like the Why tiny are you looking sock? at his ankles? Because I don't see a sock. And that's kind of like, a, I don't, that. Is that a red really, flag for that's you? That's a huge red flag. Because you know you got something growing if you don't have socks on. Got something growing. Is there socks there? The tiniest little no-shows I've ever seen. Okay, that's good. That's safe. That's all right. Just saying. Okay, I have a question. Because you said you're left-handed. Say show off the calves. Okay. Oh, oh, my God. Probably why I wear socks. <laughs> got it. Jake's left-handed, too. I just want to throw that out there. But, oh, um, Jake. <laughs> what other sports did you play besides baseball? Or um, did you have to pick early on where you're from? No. So, like, growing up, I played all sports. I mean, okay. I played soccer. I played, uh, obviously, baseball, basketball, football. Did you shoot left-handed? Yes, ma'am. No. See, that's because that's, I have a left-handed yeah, yeah. daughter, and she does everything naturally right-handed. And I was like, I don't understand how that happens. Like, how you're just – but Jake does everything left-handed, and she just chooses to do everything right-handed. I don't understand. Did you just naturally – is your dad left-handed? Mm, I'm the only lefty in the family. I have two. And Letty's trying to be a lefty. Is she? Yeah. I'm like, you get scholarship for being a lefty. I know. Literally. I tried yeah. to tell Celia, like, stick with the lefts. Yeah. You must be close with your dad. You mentioned him a lot. Mm -hmm. Is your dad really close? Yeah, me and my dad are uh, pretty close. Yeah. yeah. Does your dad look like Jake? Whoa. Mm, a, lot, a lot older, but yeah. Like, my, like he's like, he looks like me. Uh -huh. Or I guess I look like him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let's see a picture. At some point. Anyways, yeah. At some yeah. point. And then what, do you have other siblings? I have an older brother. Okay. He's yeah. an artist. Yeah, I'll, sh I'll shout out. I'm gonna like send you his Instagram. He's really talented. Oh, okay. Okay, a few other outsider questions. I've been receiving some text messages here, Rhett. Uh, uh, people uh, are listening live. Yeah, <laughs> right. No. How y'all doing? They all, they all, <laughs> they all knew that we were talking to you. One, how do you get your hair with so much volume? Oh, sweet lord. A lot of two on one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what Jake does. Ew. Yep. Gross. That's just what guys do because yes. we're just lazy when it comes to that oh stuff. Yep. But, uh, Are you a bar of soap kind of guy or shower gel kind of guy? Um, I use bar and soap. I also have a, uh, what's the, uh, like, little squeegee things. I'm starting to sweat. A loofah? Stop. I'm starting to sweat. <laughs> it's just. Let's just stop. These are questions people want to know. No one needs to know they this. Want to, we need we're a, not we need done heat, yet. We need a heat check over here. She's <laughs> okay. <laughs> I won't ask this one question. Don't skip. Um, hold on. Oh, I have another one. Are you into beautiful, thick women that are smart and funny? Might be a little bit older than 29. Obviously, I'm sitting right here. It's <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> The answer is yes. No comment. Um, I look at the inside. Oh, God, look at you. That's beautiful. Um, what other questions? Oh, did you <laughs> pull it together? Just go. Pull Ask it something. together. Okay, so you don't know Lena, Rhett, but Lena. Nobody does. Lena is the same <laughs> age as my older sister. And, like, my older sister, that's, like, Wait, my person. Okay. And Lena's, like, my person. How old is your mom? Fuck. <laughs> just, um, just checking. She just turned... She just turned 60. Okay. Oh, okay. Woo. All right. She's, we're, yep, I'm fine. Yeah, You're I think fine. she's yep. 60. I think my dad just turned 62 on Christmas Day. Oh, 
Yeah. Oh, happy birthday, Dad. Christmas yeah. yeah. Day. Wait, when was your dad's birthday? Uh, so it's actually funny. Our family's all together. My mom's is on the 16th of December. My dad's is on Christmas Day. Mine's on the 7th of January. And then my brother's on the 26th of January. Nice. Good Capricorn babies. Yeah, kind of get it all over with. And then yeah. you know, kind of yeah. move on from it. So. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, do you drink caffeine? I do. What's your caffeine of choice? Uh, we're getting just, to the end, so now yeah. we're asking just, all the fun questions. I just pour a cup of coffee and put a little bit of a uh, little bit of milk in it. It's good to go. Like Very vitamin nice. D milk, uh, almond milk. Oh, oh boy. why did that you have to go boy. there? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you? Do you ever go to Jolton Joe's? What is that? Oh, so, so, so no. <laughs> here's, the de- here's the deal. Well, we can't we can't go to Jolton Joe's before our church because it's not open. But nope. one day we'll take you. <laughs> We'll take you to Jolton Joe's. What kind of church? Y'all go to Baptist church or what do you go to? Uh, yeah, I mean, we, it's kind of like that. We do a Niles lot of singing. Oh, it's the one with the uh, instruments where they get after it. They get yeah. after it. Well, I, I love yeah, those. And they I even bet you do. They even broke out a harmonica. Oof. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. Oh, after no, everybody had it. left, I was like, is that a harmonica That's terrible. In the I have, I have, I've always, like, I actually started getting into, like, uh, playing guitar and stuff. Well, we know somebody that you can meet. No, we don't. But anyway, He's okay. Yep. Gosh, somebody posted a video of him the other day I on Facebook that was know. like, this young man helped start two old ladies' cars. Oh, Lord. And it was McCarty. When you have, some people, when you do bad deeds, you got to do good yeah, deeds gotta to get, make that. Get, yep. get back into heaven. Yep, exactly. Yeah. That's, um, some, that's something I wanted to do, like, talking about, like, talking about, like, the hair and stuff, because, like, like, when I was in Juco, like, I actually had hair down, like, between my shoulder blades. Oh. Yeah. But oh. I've, I've grown my hair out twice for uh, locks of love, like, cancer patients. Who is this guy? Like. Well, if anything happens to Jake, I know who he's. <laughs> Anyways, my little nephew, he did that too. He donated his. I think my I think my brother's done it twice too. I did. Can we? How long is it, Ryan? Oh, don't take it off because you got. Yeah, oh, don't, yeah. don't yeah. mess with your headphones. You yeah. can see a little bit out the back. Yeah. Yeah, and so like I think I did it when I was ten years old. Yeah. And it was actually funny because like when I was playing, I was obviously playing baseball at the time, and uh, we when we went to because we went to the Little League World Series. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'd be up there pitching, and then the other coach, like, after the game would ask my coach, he'd be like, did we just get beat by a girl? And he was like, no, that's a guy. Yeah. Yeah. But one of my biggest, like, like when I donated my hair twice, like, I think one of my biggest, like, like I guess you would call it, oh, it's not really, I guess it's a goal, I guess, or, mm-hmm. like, I'd love to see it is, like, the kid that I helped out. Mm-hmm. Like I'd love to be able to like see like that kid with like you know like be able to meet that kid with the wig or right. you know whatever the case. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I wonder if they do track that. You know, I, I guess know. they're putting hair together because I'm sure they use multiples sometimes. Yeah. You know, you know one thing that with like sweet. boys that do that though, mm-hmm. and like people like you know call them a girl or whatever, right. and you know a kid like doesn't give to right the when they don't care. There. Yeah, yeah, because like my exactly. nephew, they would always call him like Tilda instead uh, of Tilden, and he was just like. Get get yeah. back, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what other questions do we do? You, are you watching or reading anything? So I like to. He's probably like, reading Colleen what, Hoover or besides something. Besides what we watch together, so I'm not, share the rest. Of it. <laughs> I apologize. He's do like, <laughs> um, so I'm not much like I like reading, um, but I really have to really be like invested in the book. And mm-hmm. so like the last book that I read was actually right before I came out here, but it was called Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. <gasps> yes. Lean, have you not read that? No. I have three copies in my office. Really you know, good. the problem is if I he read it now, so it's going to be like he's reading it to me. Right. But the, the voice thing, that's what's going to be happening, which is fine. But I mean, does anyone have the? You'd copy? get through the book in one night. <laughs> <laughs> 
so many things I want to say right now, but kids could be That listening. is a good book. That's a good book. And I, I, I'll, it's so I'll good. be honest, I think that's the first book I've probably ever finished. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's that's good. There's a lot of things in there that you would not expect that would have been in that book, and then it's like, what? That's yeah. Are y'all awesome. are, y- are y'all big big in the Netflix? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Show go. <clears throat> F- favorite show on Netflix go. Manifest. Well, it was Outlander, but it's now. Oh, I do Manifest. like Outlander too. Y'all like Manifest? Um, Love is Blind. What? Oh, garbage! Stop that. What's your favorite show? Oh wait, it's great. Uh, well, I don't have one currently. I've been searching because, like, every like if I get bored every now and then, right. I kind of like to watch a you few. You don't episodes. like Manifest? I I, tr- I tried Manifest. Listen, I so saw I tried Manifest, and I watched like the first. I either watched the first episode or I watched like the first like thirty or forty minutes of it. No. And then once they started dating, once go. they started going back and forth, I got lost, and so oh. I just exited oh. out of it. J.R. Ramirez. He's not that good looking. He is fine. Oh, okay. I have him on Instagram. Yeah. He's going to come on here yeah. one day. Well, then maybe I should say yes. Yeah, he's good looking. What else? Mm. I'm trying to think. Sh- shows that I finished that I really enjoyed was like Breaking Bad's good. So sad. Uh, yeah. That was such how? What about Sweet Home Alabama? So sad. <laughs> The movie? Yeah. I love I love Sweet Home. Oh, what other what other what what was the one with Virgin River? Did you watch Virgin River? Mm-hmm. That one's good. I liked uh Ozark was good. Ozark's good. also sad and dark. <gasps> what about Walking Dead? Mm. Mm. I've never watched that either. What it's about good. uh um Bloodline? Yes. Love yeah. Bloodline. That was good. Yes. Coach Ta- Coach Taylor. Never from, from yes, Friday Night Friday Lights. Night Lights? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, just, I'm looking right now. Mm. Oh, Jenny so and Georgia? Nope. The one with Murphy? No. With the dog? No. And she's blind? No. I'm saying that oh, one's that really one. good. That yeah, one's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I yeah, forget yeah. what it's called, though. That might be the worst thing ever that they took the office off of Netflix. Okay. Let's. I'm going to have a moment with him right now, other than the ones I, previously. I already can tell. She later. does not watch and has not watched The Office. My parents said the same thing, and they started watching it, and they were like, I understand why Rhett loves this show. Yes. I but you, but I it's mean, only, the but best it's, comedy ever. It's only good with Michael Scott in it. Though. Once he leaves, no, I'll stop yeah. watching it. Well, him. it's still good, but not as good. Right. And that's why even watching Jack Ryan, mm-hmm. I was so glad to see him in a serious role, because after uh, Office, I was like, is he going to be able to do anything else? What other questions do we have for Rhett? Favorite TV show? Go. Oh, I don't know. TV show. Andy Griffin? Oh. Oh, no. I like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's no strong female roles in Andy Griffin, so I can't. Yeah, I don't... Blackish. Gosh, Blackish I is a great... Know. Blackish. I don't know. I don't... Blackish. Never seen it. What? What's yours? Well, me and my dad kind of have like a... So, when me and my dad are... Like, when I'm back at home, like, we always have like a like a tradition thing that we do and like we'll go to Waffle House. Y'all don't have a Waffle House around here. No. We'll go to, you know, you've heard of Waffle House yes. before, right? Been to one. Yeah. And I'm so we'll get, we'll go to Waffle House at like 1230 in the morning and just have like a cup of coffee and stuff like that and just hang out and talk. And then after that, when we go home and like uh, get back to, get, get back to the house in the living room and stuff, like we'll sit there and watch like two and a half men with like Charlie Sheen in it or watch, um, um, not Mike and Molly, but, um, uh, King of Queens with Kevin mm. James. Oh, yeah, that's good. Modern Family. That used to be my favorite TV oh, show. so good. I love Modern, Modern Family. Family's that's really like my good. family, literally. Yeah. Not mine, yeah. but it's still super good. It's good. What other questions? I don't know if we have any. Do you have any questions for us, Rhett? Do you want us to save you like a special spot at our Valentine's Day show, or are you just going to show up when you show yeah. up? Valentine's? You want me here for Valentine's? 
Okay. Did you not listen to any of the first Sweet part of this? Mother of Pearl Rhett. Okay. Valentine's gonna, Day. We're slowing this down. Lena and I, we we are a hot commodity. Yes. How many, how many how many current listeners you got right now? We have over like five thousand. I don't know why numbers matter. Wow. Why, so why is it chill. all about the numbers? Wow. Anyways, I'm just I'm, I'm, just, I'm giving y'all kudos. Okay. Back yeah. to numbers. So yeah. um, mm-hmm. people hire us for yes. the evening. They not like that. Well, that too. But anyways, <laughs> besides uh, the point. Besides the point, um, because we're funny and yep. we do a stand-up show. Yep. And we don't rehearse or anything. We're just completely nope. off the top, we're off the cuff, off the cuff. And uh, yeah, so Valentine's Day we have a show. Yeah. And there's 13 tickets left. Out of 70. Out of 70. How much you got to pay for? 45 doll hairs. And that comes with your drink, your dessert, and your meal, and us. You make that in a week working for the college. You'll be fine. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. It's like a month. I, that's me. The Coaching library. is nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's a ticket. Where's it at? It's here. It's Sainert's. Okay, do you guys ever take this guy off campus? I know. Campus? Like, have you ever... Have you been to Sainert's? Have you drove the your donut, vehicle the since you the got third here? Generation donut place in town. I think I take some recruits there sometimes. Okay. Well, Dang. when you're there next time, we'll I, don't, I don't. I don't really go out much. Clearly, obviously, I got too much going on. Oh, oh gosh! Don't we all? He woke up at like eight today. Yeah. He said. Mm-hmm. I'm used to waking up at like five, but uh, <sighs> whatever. Don't anyway, I know. So yeah, um, that's on Valentine's Day. I don't think you guys have a game. So. Yep. See now you, you got something to do. What day is Valentine's Day? Thursday. That's a Tuesday. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Take Jo. He th- he did not go to our last Shut one. The front door. Please take J- yes, Jo. Yes, take Jo and somebody J-O. else. Yeah. Well, you don't even need somebody else. No, but just you and Jo go. Just you. Yes. <laughs> God, that J-O. would be hilarious. Yes. So Tuesday, Tuesday night. Tuesday night, seven o'clock. Yeah. No, the it, doors open at five thirty. Our show starts at six thirty. Yeah. What kind of what kind of drinks? What do you? They have everything. Yeah. We have we have our own special signature drink. You yeah. can have one of those. K2 Breeze. Yep. I would like to wake up tomorrow morning, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> well. I won't talk about the last baseball assistant coach that we took out. I think somebody had to carry him home. I was not there. <laughs> so I'm glad I was I got to hear the aftermath of it. I was like, did he make it? But that's like my biggest oh, question. Girl. Yeah. Don't be that person. Nope. No, I know. I've I've had my days. That's I, good. I, I know yeah, how to handle Same. Myself. Same. Yeah. All right. I feel like we have any other questions for Rhett? Rhett, do you have any other questions for us? You don't have any questions for us? Um, Maybe go back and listen to a few. That'd be nice. That'd be good. I will. I'll follow follow the podcast. Thank you. I'll subscribe. Share it with your friends. We're on every freaking podcast platform Nebraska's number one podcast. Boom. Preach. Take it back. We are number eight for volleyball podcast in America, and we are number nine in Australia. Wow. We have an Australia listener. Wow, that's because of my Australian baseball players. Wow. You know what? Like Life money, is good. So number one, number one, west of the Mississippi, huh? Pretty much on this I, side. Of the I, you know what's interesting? You say that. Remember, I was you. Somebody said I was the best coach west of the Mississippi. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. They did say that. That's so probably, that's probably what I said about her. That's probably exactly. You right. know what? That's just mm-hmm. going to be carrying, our theme. Every time she carried a recruit around, I'd be like, "Just know who you're in the presence of." See, he's good. Yes. He can stay around for another year or two, or so, some sort of. Stuff. Oh gosh, she's she's just competition. She has banners up there. We don't have one up there, so that's what. Get your life together. Got to drop. I got to drive to get one of those this year. Yeah. Oh my gotta gosh, go. let's go. Got to go. Yeah. Get it done. <clears throat> Championship mindset. That's what that's, it's all that's about. Right. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Well, thanks, Rhett, for coming on here. Yeah, Absolutely. Thank you, thank you for having me. So fun. You're welcome. Can't wait to read the book. I can hear you whispering in my ear. <laughs> Lena, what? I'm just saying. <laughs>
gosh. Okay. All right. Well, that was another episode of Coaching Caffeine and Comedy. And I'm your host, Haley Kobza. And I'm Lena. I like how.